country exactly for comedy i've always found that there's no comedy club there i find that weird so it's fucking straight and maybe it's weird for you and you and me because we like stand-up comedy but who the fuck doesn't like stand-up comedy yeah uh, I, I just it's wild to me and I, I, apparently uh god what's the kid's name who got accused of joke stealing the latin kid uh shoot oh god he came Carlos on mencia yeah, Mencia. I guess Mencia yeah. uh, was talking about opening a comedy club uh, in right before the pandemic uh-huh. on, on the West Bank. So I don't know if that story is true, but that's what I heard. And then there's like a little comedy club out here called Comedy House Nola. Dude, motherfucker only holds 59 people. So you're not going to get no national headliners to come out in a venue that sees 59 people because unless mm-hmm. you charge an exorbitant amount of money for tickets. So that's not going to work. So I'm like, it's just crazy. And by the way, there's a thriving stand-up comedy scene here. Like, oh, there, I bet. There's so many comics here. I'm like, wow. I can't believe Mark Norman is from here. Yeah. Oh, by the Mark- way, did you see what happened to him last night? That's fucking weird. So I don't know the whole story. And I, I don't Neither even, do know I. If they, even know if they've released details on it yet. But they took him off the stage in the middle of some shit. Yeah, I've seen the video. It's just, it's definitely weird. And I haven't. I haven't seen an explanation uh, for it at all. Yeah, and Norman, he's a unique fellow. Let me just say that for the rest. Yeah, he sure seems that way. I'm just, you know, I, I only know him, you know, just his comedy. He's a hell of a joke writer, and I've heard him on a couple of podcasts. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, he's he definitely is a a, a quirky dude, <laughs> as they all are seemingly. Uh, quirky. I like that word. I like yeah, that word. Yeah. We, we shall discuss uh, after we get off the show. Uh, <laughs> there's a bunch of shit I can get with him uh, but yeah I'm excited about that meeting and I'm, I'm crossing my fingers and hoping it leads to something else out here it gives me something to sort of anchor myself to the city I mean I don't yeah, plan on sure. being here for the rest of my life because um, we'll be back in Cali at some point but you know I would like to have some kind of legacy here that'd be really cool for sure absolutely well, let's get it started man three let's do it. two one it's another edition of your favorite podcast indeed it is quality <laughs> hang i am rod brooks and as always i am joined on this podcasting adventure by my partner in crime soon to be the 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 comedy club king of new orleans yeah <laughs> he is marcus osborne what's up yeah. man manifested as the kids say yes sir yeah. speaking into existence baby Hell yeah. I'm good. It's rainy as hell out here. Um, you know, it's been freezing cold for the past three months. And suddenly today, temps hit the uh, mid to upper 60s, but it's storming and there's a flood watch. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love how you're getting all the New Orleans weather in the span of, of 72 hours. <laughs> you go from from bitter cold to rain to storm and shit. There'll be a hurricane uh, advisory, what, probably in the next two to three weeks? Absolutely would not shock me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely would not shock me. Uh, so we got to jump right into this thing because the big news, obviously, you and I were just having a conversation about this dude uh, a week ago. Jim Harbaugh, now head coach, San Diego Chargers. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I believe I said it the last we talked. It just made too much sense for him not to do it um you know clearly the gig in michigan you know that he capped off with the national championship it's it's a great gig it was a great gig gig for him it's a match made in heaven but 
that lure to the NFL, man, is is strong. It's powerful. And considering how things went for Jim Harbaugh in his one and only stint in the NFL when he was head coach mm-hmm. of the Niners, and, and the Niners, you know, he brought them great success, success they had not seen since the mid-'90s, you know, going back to the Super Bowl yeah. Uh, yeah. against Baltimore uh, and against his brother back when I guess it was 2012. Um, yeah. It was only natural that, in my estimation, that Harbaugh, with the situation being the right one, and I think the L.A. Chargers situation is the right one, it only made sense for him to go back and, and you know, try to do the, the ultimate in all of football, which is to win a I Super think, Bowl. I think you hit it on the head when you say that he felt like he had some unfinished business. Again, oh. I try not to psychoanalyze folks, but I feel like clearly – it's the one thing that trumps money in this in this case. Like I need to get back in there and do this thing. I Hell think he's getting yeah. a five year five year deal. The final numbers haven't been released yet, but I know Michigan was ready to drop a boatload of dough on this dude. Yeah, and, and, like, and nah, listen, I'm cool. They, and and they would have, and they would have been a good investment. But the University of Michigan, there's one thing they could not offer Jim Harbaugh, and that's a chance to be a Super Bowl winning coach. Because he wasn't a Super Bowl winning player. He only got as far as the 95, I believe, AFC championship. And he didn't win a Super Bowl when the Niners lost to his brother, John Harbaugh's Ravens, like I said, back in 2012. I, I, there's no amount of money Michigan could have thrown at him that would have made him not want to try and get back in the NFL and win a Super Bowl. I, I do believe his decision – was made a little bit easier by the uh, ongoing investigations against Michigan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I said this on Twitter, I mean, it was months ago when, yeah. you know, he was he had gotten suspended the second time. Uh, this The last suspension was for the cheating uh, scandal, for lack of a better way of putting it. I, I said this on Twitter that he, he was going to run the same play, Jim Harbaugh, that Pete Carroll ran when he was at SC. When the, he, he had that success at SC, yeah. resurrected that program. But when the NCAA Wolves were at USC's door, Pete Carroll's like, let me go ahead and bounce out of here, back to the NFL where he's from. Because remember, Pete Carroll, he was a head coach of the Patriots yeah. back in the day, got yeah. fired, then had to go to college. Uh, just like he went Harbaugh. to the Niners. Uh, but no, but I'm, I'm saying head coach wise. Oh, oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So he left it. He got fired from the Patriots, went mm-hmm. back to college to SC. When yep. the, the, the investigators start looking around, he bounced for Seattle. And what did that turn into for Pete Carroll? A career resurrection, a couple of Super Bowl appearances, a Super Bowl championship. And, you know, he was able to ride that thing up until its eventual end, you know, this past season with, um, with Seattle politely asking, uh, um, politely asking him to step aside. Jim Harbaugh's running the exact same play. He's doing the exact same thing. It is. It, it'll be interesting. The, the thing with Pete Carroll and Seattle, obviously Pete Carroll is the greatest coach in the history of the Seattle Seahawks. That's, sure. I, don't, I think that's easily to say, easy thing to say. But more than anything, Pete Carroll made the Seahawks an interesting and watchable team. Mm -hmm. And I think that Jim Harbaugh will provide the same sort of thing for the Chargers because with the Chargers, really, no matter who has been their coach, no one gives a shit about them. And they haven't really been so-called interesting since 
uh, the Don Coriel years. Yes. And they've had good teams, but yeah. they haven't been box office since then. Uh, and Marcus, and you're, 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 hundred, you're a one hundred and fifty thousand correct. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Jim Harbaugh makes them an infinitely more interesting team, just on the base level of you know how is he going to, in essence, turn them around because they have talent, you know. And then the first thing you think about is the quarterback situation with Justin Herbert, who I think is a good quarterback. Um, you know, he could use a little bit better coaching, and does Jim Harbaugh provide that? That's one of the interesting storylines. They got some talent on that defense, too. Khalil Mack will still get after your opposing quarterback's ass. Khalil Mack had a a sneaky great year. Didn't he have like 17, 18 sacks this year? Khalil Mack ain't nothing to fuck with, dog. He he like Wu-Tang. He ain't nothing to fuck with. They got Derwin James, who is still a top five safety in this league. When healthy, Joey Bosa is a dude that will put pressure on your quarterback on the opposite side of Khalil But Mack. here's the problem with that, and maybe he will help this out because he kind of did the same thing with uh, the 49ers because he took the same talent that the 49ers had and made them a good team. Mm-hmm. That that Chargers team, a little bit different because they have, I think they have a bunch of salary cap stuff. And I think uh, they're way probably, over the yeah. yeah. So, and they've got, I think Khalil is getting 30 mil, and Joey Bosa is also getting 30 mil. So I have a feeling one of those cats is going to be gone. Probably that, Bosa just because he can't stay healthy. Can't stay healthy. That being said, if anybody can take what they have and make – because that's really where their problem is. Listen, I know they weren't a great offensive team, but weren't they the worst defense in the NFL this year? I, I mean, damn near um, one of the worst defenses. And Brandon Staley was a defensive-minded coach, their former yeah. coach. Um, and I, I, you, I think mainly, though, with the Chargers, it's – it's an organization thing. Yep. Um, you know, it's it's not it's not the most well run team. You know, the Spanos is, you know, they're in LA and blah, 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 but they're second fiddle to the Rams. There's I mean, really their third fiddle because it's the Raiders, probably fourth. Raiders, Niners, Rams, and then the yeah. Chargers. That's that's yeah. how it breaks down football fan wise yeah. in, in Southern LA. California. Yeah. Um, but but clearly, you know, just from a football standpoint. There, there is no. They don't have a culture. They don't have an identity. And yep. the one thing you're going to get, you're going to get a couple of things from Jim Harbaugh. He's going to put together a hell of a coaching staff. Yep. He did it when he was with the Niners. That he did it at Michigan. Yes. He is. That is absolutely his specialty. Yes. He's going to do that with the Chargers, and they, they are going to have a culture. They're going to have an identity. Now that identity might be wrapped up in. And Jim Harbaugh, but at least it's <laughs> okay. <identity. laughs> America's foster dad, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> oh, I got to use that one. That's a great one. <laughs> but no, I, I think it's going to work. And, and um, you know, I'm, I'm excited and, and interested to see it for sure. Uh, I, it, makes, it makes the charges relevant, good or bad. It makes them relevant. Amen. I'm actually interested in seeing the Chargers play for the first time in decades. Um, I want to jump into the NFC games from last week. I'm sure you've got some thoughts. I've got a couple of thoughts mm-hmm. uh, in that uh, I wasn't surprised by anything, and I think a lot of people were. I was not surprised because I think I told you, like, last week I had I picked all these games that you, I think I had all the same picks you did. 
I just didn't feel comfortable. I wasn't sure about any of it. And <laughs> the only thing, the only team that turned out to be a blowout was the Ravens because those dudes are fucking monsters, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, I'm really impressed with Green Bay. And I'm not, one of the things that annoys me, particularly about fans, is that they are quick to shit on a guy like Brock Purdy because he didn't play especially great against the Packers, primarily because the expectations were that the 49ers were just simply going to roll over them. But I'm like, give the fucking Packers some credit. Those dudes dominated the 49ers for 58 minutes. Like, you can't overlook that. The reason that Purdy didn't look great is because the fucking Packers made him look that way. Purdy is a great QB. I ain't say he's good. He's a great QB, dude. And sometimes great QBs have to pull some shit out of their ass in the end. And that's what he did. Because no matter what the fuck happened throughout that game, that dude got the ball. I never felt like they were, uh, uh, didn't have a chance because I knew Brock Purdy was quarterback. So that's the confidence that I have in that dude. And sure enough, your, go- your boy pulled it off. Now, people will say, well, Christian McCaffrey ran that last, got that last touchdown. Yeah, but they got there because your boy Purdy handled his business like a fucking veteran. So you have you had confidence that Brock Purdy would come back in that game or at least play respectable enough mm-hmm. uh, to give the Niners a chance. And, and Brock Purdy did not look good in the first three quarters of right. that game against the Packers. But you, you had confidence he would do that. I had the same confidence. You know who else had that confidence, most importantly? Mm. Everybody on that field yeah. that had on a red jersey yeah. and represented the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing about Brock Purdy, and that's the thing that people either don't pay attention to or overlook and dismiss yep. because they want they want the, their own narrative to shine through. Yep. It doesn't matter what we think about Brock Purdy, good or bad. What <laughs> matters is the last pick in the draft from a couple of years ago came in. In an emergency situation in the middle of a game, in the middle of the season last year, and from that point on, he and the Niners have done nothing but win regular season games, win playoff games to get to the NFC Championship last year, as they have done this year. His teammates on both sides of the ball and his coach in Kyle Shanahan, they all have a belief in him that is rooted in what they have seen from him, yep. whether it's in games, in practice, yep. in film study, or what have you. Yep. They have his back, and they have an, 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 and they've talked about this, and they've proven this, or they've done yep. it on social media, whatever. They have an unwavering belief that Brock Purdy is always going to be there when they need him to be there. Yep. If, if it's from the beginning of the game and he's cooking uh, with gas from the jump, or if it's late in the game where they need him to save their ass, they all have confidence in him. And that confidence even goes be- before he came in in that emergency situation when Garoppolo got hurt against Miami last year. They Fred Warner was talking about Brock Purdy and Trent Williams. Okay? Yeah. Trent Williams is going to the Hall of Fame. Fred yeah. Warner is an all-pro linebacker who, if he keeps himself, is going to go to the Hall of Fame. They were talking about Brock Purdy in training camp of 2023 when mm-hmm. Trey Lance was still there and Jimmy Garoppolo was still there. Yeah, it, doesn't man. Matter, it doesn't matter what we think. Me, you, 
the people on ESPN, the people on Fox Sports, all the people doing that, yelling, that screaming, that shouting, all that bullshit. Yeah. It don't matter what any of us think about him. The and people I, who have Brock Purdy's back and also, like I said, an unwavering belief in him are the San Francisco 49ers players and coaches. That tells you everything you need to know. The rest is just chatter and bullshit. Yeah, you know, the, the thing you say there, it, it, it's the dramatic difference. It's the decisive differentiator between him and Jimmy Garoppolo and any of the quarterbacks they've had in the Mike in the uh, Kyle yeah. Shanahan era. The team is fully confident in Brock Purdy. They didn't feel that way about Garoppolo. They didn't feel that way about L- L- Trey Lance. They didn't nope. feel that way about anybody but Purdy. And it's it it annoys me because people. I, I actually made the comparison to Joe Montana. I've even told you that a couple times. He looks like the way he plays like Montana played. And everybody's going, even that night, even when they beat the Packers, like, well, you know, Montana was blah, blah, blah. Dude, Montana played like shit against the Cowboys. And nobody remembers that. But he had three picks and a fumble. And Brock Purdy did the same thing. When he played shitty the entire game, no one gives a fuck. Your legend is made when it matters most. When the chips are down, that's where you make your legend. Not throwing a bunch of touchdowns because there's plenty of quarterbacks who's doing that. Winning is what makes your what cements your legacy, and that dude is on his way to do it. And by the way, I think in his second year as a starter, he is in the championship game. Is Patrick Mahomes the only other guy who's ever done that? I mean, considering that he's gone to the AFC championship game I mean, now six straight times, I yeah, mean, he's, he's the only other guy to do that. Here, here's here's the thing about Purdy that that to me makes him special. He doesn't play like a young quarterback. Now, people yeah. go, well, that's but what does that mean? Young players, specifically young quarterbacks, they will make a mistake and they will either compound that mistake by overcorrecting, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. they will continue to make the same mistake over and over. He doesn't do that. And that's that, and that's the thing with with not only young players, but great players as well. They all make mistakes because, well, they're human beings. But what do you do after that mistake? Do you continue to dig the hole or do you find a way to course correct away from that mistake and be a net positive instead of a net negative? And that's what he was able to do in the game against the Packers. Because, again, and, and, and he said this, admittedly, he was not sharp. He allowed things to, to get out of control. And I'm paraphrasing uh, what Brock Purdy said, but in essence, he was like, you know, I, I, I didn't do the, the things that I normally do. I didn't do the things I needed to do. You know, in essence, the moment kind of took over and, and dictated his play. But yeah. it, it didn't spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. He was able to get his, his play, his emotions, what have you, he yeah. was able to rein all of that back in and then turn his play into a net positive for the team. Again, we're talking about someone who is yet to play 30 professional football games. Mm-hmm. We're talking about someone who was the last pick of the draft a couple of years ago. For him to not have that that young player disease of continuing to make the same mistake over and over or or making it worse by making one mistake and then overcorrecting to make another mistake when you can find a quarterback who can do that and he can process 
and he's a leader and he has obviously the physical talent to play the position. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, they, they in essence hit the lottery when it came yeah. to quarterbacking. They you, really you, did. You always, when you get yourself a start, a really, really good starting quarterback in the NFL, it really is hitting the lottery because you've suddenly given yourself a chance. I mean, let's be honest, this 49ers defense, it's not ne- anywhere nearly as good as the ones that have preceded in the last few years. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Mm-hmm. You have a quarterback who gives you an incredible margin of error because he is a guy who can actually bring you back by himself if he needs to. And, yeah, if yeah. Debo's not there or if someone else, one of the other offensive players isn't there, he's still going to make it happen. It may not look as pretty because you don't have as many pretty toys to play with, but that's a dude who will make this shit happen. You, you, this is the way you think of Patrick Mahomes or yep. even, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson. You know, you may not yep. have all the toys you need all the time, but these guys, you can put your trust in these dudes to help them make, help you, help you make a play to win a game. I've been covering the Niners for a long time. This is the first time I've seen a Niner team that the offense is the tip of the spear. The offense is what drives this team. When Jim Harbaugh turned things around, you know, 2012 and those those years, it was still a team that was driven by their defense. Yep. Um, and 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 the offense just just don't turn the ball over yep. and just give us 10, 12 points. The defense will do the rest. Even now in the Kyle Shanahan era, you know, when, yeah. when Garoppolo, before he got hurt, yeah. it was still a team that was led by their defense. It was just like, please don't make mistakes offense or maybe you can bail us out once in a while if the defense doesn't play well. I remember a game in particular uh, against the Saints in New Orleans where the defense was and that's when the Saints were really cooking back yep. in the day. Yep. Uh, the defense wasn't there. Jimmy Garoppolo went out there and put up 35, 38 points, something like that. Mm-hmm. But that, that was an outlier. Those teams were still led by their defense. Right. Right. And even last year, um, you know, the, these teams, <laughs> this Niner team was, it was still not necessarily defensive-minded, but the defense, again, was the tip of the spear. This yep. year, it's completely changed. The offense is what leads it. The offense is the hammer and now it's a matter of the defense. They don't have to be perfect. They don't have to yep. play the game in the phone booth. Yep. They don't have to squeeze the game tight. Mistakes, they're, they're not necessarily tolerated, but they're going to happen. Yep. And they can be made because, as we saw mm-hmm. against the Packers, eventually the offense is going to come around for mm-hmm. you. You're just going to be and in the game. Gotta be just got to be in the game. Uh, you want, in. We're talking about these quarterbacks. Obviously, no conversation about quarterbacks can can start without discussing uh, Patrick Mahomes and, and Casey. I, this, I don't know what else to say about this. Dude. I, I can't say any more superlatives about Patrick Mahomes. The, the dude is insane. And that's in, a, that's in a league where Lamar Jackson exists. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Crazy. You ain't lying, dog. Crazy. <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> Crazy. No, man. It's it's I, and I think because Patrick Mahomes is so good, and he, you know, people wondered, well, when Brady's gone, and Aaron Rodgers is closer to the end of his career than the beginning, and yeah, you know, uh, Peyton Manning, you know, no longer in the mix. Who are going to be in the next generation of superstar quarterbacks? With those guys? And all of a sudden, as as Tom Brady is done, 
Patrick Mahomes before Tom Brady is done. Yep, yep. Patrick Mahomes shows up and is yep. doing you know crazy ass Patrick Mahomes shit. <laughs> so the, there there wasn't a gap. Like oh my god, who's going to be the next dude? Yeah, like the next dude showed up and yep. Tom Brady was still winning Super Bowls. Yep. You know by beating him. You know yep. when Brady was at Tampa. I think a lot of the discourse about quarterbacks, you know, and I think about the the discourse around um, around Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is colored by what we've seen from the greats recently, yeah. Yeah. like Tom Brady and like Patrick Mahomes, because we can easily say, "Well, why aren't they doing that?" Well, if you're not doing what what, what Mahomes is doing, well, you ain't shit. Well, yeah. Now, yeah, everybody about, can't do that. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. How about we 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 just give it up for the fact that Patrick Mahomes is out here wilding on the football? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what it is. <laughs> yeah, man. And by the way, let's be real about this. The only reason that people feel the way they do about Brock Purdy is entirely about his draft. Because the numbers he's put up this year, if it was any of the other quarterbacks that are left, nobody would be batting an eye. Everybody would be going, oh, my God, this person's amazing, blah, blah, blah. But with this dude, it's like, mm, I need to wait and see. But that's okay. He ain't worried about it. He ain't going to worry about it. Until, if he gets to the Super Bowl and wins the ring, ain't nobody going to be able to say shit. No. Well, they shouldn't say anything. That won't stop them from mm-hmm. saying dumb shit. Uh, but, no, I mean, it's it's – you know, we we have – I forgot who said it. I wish I could remember because it was a very smart and profound statement. But someone said on Twitter that we have taken a game that is the ultimate team sport in professional mm-hmm. football, and we have conversationally distilled it down to one person, yep. and that's the quarterback. You yeah. know, that, that – that, and, that, and that's that's not – that's not the way this game should be viewed, and it's not the way that this game should be discussed. I agree with you, man. But unfortunately, the way the game is played at this point, it really does come down to the quarterback more than at any mm-hmm. other point in the history of the game. If you oh, got yeah. yourself a great quarterback, you got yourself a chance to win some Super Bowls. And the fact of the matter is, is that there's only a handful of really great quarterbacks. And, and, and the scary thing for everybody else is most of those quarterbacks are in the AFC. Yeah, yeah. I I will say though, there's only two there's only one great quarterback in my estimation, and that's Patrick Mahomes. There is and maybe he's gonna be great in Lamar Jackson. I, I think we I, I I like to hold on the title of great until the team or a player wins the Super Bowl. Um, but Lamar Jackson is 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 a superstar. He's he's a meteor, he's a force of nature, he is unbelievable. He's an MVP. Lord he will be mercy. an MVP again this year. Um, he is an excellent, excellent quarterback. So to me, it's Mahomes right behind him is Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And then you got some good dudes. And I'm yeah. and I'm 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 throwing Purdy in there as a good dude. You Maybe got Bur- Joe up. Burrow. You got Josh Allen. You got Burrow some- and Allen. Absolutely. Yeah. You you got some, you know, th- those guys are really, really, really fucking good. But here, but here's my thing. And here, yeah. I think this 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 goes down to the essence of the, the quarterback discussion. It's okay to be really, really, really fucking good. Yep. Of course it is. Because not everybody is going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you, and you don't have to be great. You just have to be really, really, really good. But obviously. Yeah. The better you are, the better your chances are to do it 
on a consistent basis, which is what yeah. everybody really wants. Mm-hmm. And that dude, I mean, Mahomes, I can't say enough good things about that dude. He's pretty much owned that division, and he's owned the AFC for the past six years. And that, to me, is sheer insanity as a player. It's such a fucking hey, man. thing. Brother, think about this. Imagine how good he'll be if he has an actual legitimate number one receiver. Man, that's what <laughs> he, he's making this kid Rice look amazing. <laughs> this kid Rice is, I'm like, what the fuck? Where did this dude come from? Hey, 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 bruh, listen. We we as a country, all right, it's 2024. Okay. <laughs> I know we got a lot of shit going on, but we need to really as a country, get together and think about the ramifications of Patrick Mahomes mm. getting himself a legit number one receiver. Ooh, and if God. we're okay with that as a, as, as a people, fine. <laughs> but we need to understand being okay with that means that Patrick Mahomes might win 15 Super Bowls in a row. All right? But if we as a people – of the United States yeah. of America are not okay with a great quarterback who is seemingly is on his way to being the greatest quarterback of all time. If we are not okay with him being dominant for the next 38 years, then we need to stop the Kansas City Chiefs from getting him a legitimate receiver. Because if is, he gets one, we are screwed. This dude is not even 30. And <laughs> <laughs> this dude is not even 30 years old. Goodness gracious me. It's insane how good he is. And 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 here's what's funny. 20 years from now, it's going to be kids going, you know, he wasn't really that good. He was overrated. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you just, oh, my God. You know it's coming. Oh, All right. I do know it's coming, and it makes me want to kick a baby. Who who are your picks? I'm assuming you're going Niners. Uh, who are you going to go on the AFC side? Oh, my God. Um, I think Niners win um, double digits. I think they win fairly easily. Oof. Um. I can't even do AFC. it. I can't do it. I can't well, do but it. See, see here, here, here's it. my thing. Well, I'll get to the AFC in a second. Here's my thing. Yeah. That Detroit, man, listen, great story. They got the 27th ranked pass defense in yeah. the league. Yeah. And and I, I told you this. You, yeah. you, know, I, I just, you know, as we start talking about the playoffs here over the last few weeks, yeah. they can't stop a nosebleed. They're yeah. just they're not good defensively. Their run defense is is good. And it, it looks really good compared to their pass defense. Mm-hmm. Their, their, their DBs, their cornerbacks are very low rated. Cam Sutton and, and uh, Kendall, Vild- uh, Kendall Vildor are just – they're just not good. If the Niners are going to get them in nickel. They're going to eat them alive. Their linebackers don't cover across the middle. Uh, so Anzalone is going to get picked on. McCaffrey and, and uh, Kittle are going to be able to roam free in there. And I do think the Niners, after – almost three weeks off. Um, I think they shook that rust off and they got back to business against the Packers. And I just don't see them having two bad games because for three quarters, the Niners were playing bad football on both sides of the line of scrimmage. I don't see them having two bad games in a row, especially against a Lions team that can score, but they're just so bad defensively. And this is their first go around in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, the Niners have been here before. I, I just, I'm, again, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I, I, I just, I don't see the Niners coming out and and tripping all over themselves 
at the beginning of the game as they did against the Packers last week. Yeah, I could I could see the 49ers winning by 10, but I could also see them losing the game. Like I I, I don't have a real I'm not as confident as you are in any of this stuff right now. Um I think the Packers give them credit. They made they physically dominated that 49er defensive line and offensive line. Yeah, and, the, the, the Packers were already, you know, they had already had a good lather, had a good sweat. They were foaming at the mouth after beating the Cowboys. They were, the Packers were, you know, you hear this cliche all the time, being yeah. ready to play or not ready to play. The yeah. Packers were ready to play. The Niners were not as ready to play as they needed to be to start that game. And that, that was proven to be true. I actually feel like there may have been a little bit of complacency too, thinking, well, we're just going to roll these cats over. Uh, we, we got this locked up. I don't, I don't know if it was complacency. I do think that there was a sense of, yeah, I guess complacency. Yeah. yeah. We got this. <laughs> there was a sense. Like, uh, yeah, okay, like, okay, we've had these, we've had this time off. We've gotten rested. We're good. They, they beat the Cowboys, but the Cowboys yeah. ain't shit. We're, yeah. we, we beat the Cowboys. We're better than them. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I guess you can't call it complacency. I don't disagree. I, I think that – I think the 49ers will win this weekend. I think – Oh, God, I don't know. I don't know about the AFC. I just I don't I, know either, brother. I, I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm, I'm I don't, gonna I don't... coin. I'm gonna say Chiefs just because Mahomes. But the Ravens could turn around and blow these dudes out because the one thing about the Ravens, uh, I just saw that they they have not lost to a t- to a good team this year. They are yeah, eleven no. oh some shit like that, and they have, and and they've blown them all out. That's the other yeah. thing. So I'm like, you know what? This might be this motherfucker's year. <laughs> It the, might be the, dude. The, everything you just said about the Ravens is 100% correct. I saw the Ravens play with my own eyes. They are as good Ooh, as uh, as advertised. Um, they, I think they suffered a little bit from what the Niners suffered against. Yep. Suffered with, he tried to say, a little bit of complacency because they the, the, the Ravens did not play well in the first half against the Texans. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. I think that game was tied 10-10 or something yep. along those lines yep. at uh, at the half. And then the yep. better team uh, came out in the second half of the Ravens and handled their business. Like yeah. the Niners, the better team came out eventually in the fourth quarter and handled their business. So I, I the, the Ravens are going to be ready to play. Their antenna are up. Uh, and, and it, of course, why wouldn't it be, you know, with the stakes of this game and the Chiefs coming in, I, I bet, <laughs> but betting against Patrick Mahomes That's just seems it just seems it seems like folly, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, it, it, it's just that the, the yeah. Ravens are the better football team, they and Lamar are. Jackson is a really, really, really fucking good quarterback, <laughs> and that defense is nasty, and they 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 have talent. I, I yeah, I, and I, the Chiefs also have a very, very, very good defense. Yes, they do. But, yes, they do. But the X factor, I, God damn, I, I, I'm like you. I cannot bring myself to bet against Patrick Mahomes in a big game. I can't. I want and, to. And, and here we are. The the Chiefs had never played a playoff game on the road, mm-hmm. and they go into Buffalo and they win that game. And so now you're thinking, oh, they're going to win two in a row. No, that's they. They've never won a playoff game in a row prior to last week, and it took a Stephon Diggs drop and a missed kick yep. by by Buffalo for you know for for them to lose that game all credit to the chiefs for winning it but buffalo helped the chiefs win it by you know by their play mm-hmm. so they're like no okay the chiefs aren't going to win two playoff games in a row considering they never won a playoff game but 
I yeah, man, I can't. I can't bet against Pat Mahomes. I can't dog. do it. I, I, I just like, I, come on, man. I can't do I, I it. Can't. I can't. I want to. I can't. I want to go Ravens. I can't do it. Uh, I, 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 I. Common sense says Ravens. Yeah. I, but I can't do it either, man. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Niners I, Chiefs well, in the Super Bowl again. One, one more thing before we got here, because this this, I, this one just kind of floored me. Adrian Griffin being fired from the Bucks was, I don't know about you, but it was a shock to me. Even though they've been having issues throughout the year, there's no way I ever believe that a head coach would be fired in his first year halfway through the season. Uh, Giannis hated this dude. Hated him. <laughs> Hated this dude. And wait, and then tried to say, "Oh, they fired him." Oh shit, word, <laughs> homie. Oh, I'm I'm caught off guard, but that's my Giannis intent to coupon yeah. I'm working on it. Okay, I'm workshopping it. Like, oh, word, they fired. Oh boy, no shit, really. He did his best, I, I LeBron. Had nothing to do with that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's his LeBron. What? Yeah, he exactly. got fired. What? <laughs> I don't have any say so in any of this. I can't believe that. My word. <laughs> yeah, Giannis hated that dude, and if Giannis hates that dude, that means that everybody else in that team hated that dude. He he didn't stand a chance. So I I hope old boy, um, you know, I hope he got paid the remainder of his contract because man, look, he never I, had a chance really. And the follow up to that is Doc Rivers. What the fuck? But that's just me. I but don't you, know. You know, but you know what though, man, Doc know. Rivers. Doc Rivers is Doc Rivers is the dirty Mac of coaches. You know what you know what dirty Mac in is, right? You know, he's sure a always be around like, you know, if you was you know, was, shout out to Bomani Jones. He's 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 the he's the the the, the guy that put this out there. He's hundred percent right. But you know, dirty Mac is like, you know, if you was my girl, I wouldn't let you <laughs> I take care of you all the time. I mean, yeah. Man, I can't believe he treats you like that. It's like Doc Rivers is always like that. Like, God damn. Man, Adrian Griffin. Oh, man. If I'm just, all I'm saying is, hey, if it was me, Giannis, I treat you much, much better than that. That's just, that's Doc Rivers is the dirty back of coaches. I, I just feel like, how did this black man get this white privilege? I mean, he just failed <laughs> constantly. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps. <laughs> He just keep on <laughs> failing at the good ass job. Oh, oh God. I have a lap. <laughs> oh, hang on, dog. Hang on, hang on, man. Let me let me hold on. <laughs> Shit, that was funny. That, that got me, man. That one there, that got me because boy, I ain't got an answer for you. Hey. Shit, that's too good. That what he he eating off that one championship like a motherfucker though, ain't like he? a ball. <laughs> <laughs> like a ball. I thought I thought I thought Lane Kiffin was a guy who meant not <laughs> motherfucking Doc Rivers boy. Well, hey, but you know what though? I mean, man, we 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 about to come up on another Black History Month. We yes, you know, sir. We just. We just only, as we record this episode of Quality Hang, we're only a few days after, uh, you know, celebrating the, the birth of Dr. Martin Luther King. Maybe just maybe, Marcus, man, maybe we maybe we making that progress, baby. Maybe. Yes, so. Hey, baby. Maybe. Equality, equality in whatever form it takes. I'm with you. <laughs>
and who knew it would be Doc Rivers would be the living embodiment of, right. of the change of racial attitudes in That's the United right. States of America. God damn. Oh, uh, I gotta get shit. the fuck out, baby. Oh, all right, everybody. As you can tell, quality hang on just the name of the podcast. When we get together, <laughs> it is what we do. Make sure you follow us on all the socials and uh, email us at qualityhangpod.com. My brother, um, let's do it again next week, shall we? Hell yeah, quick and sassy, but sweet. Uh, and I'm still, y'all, we're gonna do this live YouTube channel. It's coming up. Trust me, I'm working on it. Yeah, man, it's going to happen. It is absolutely going to happen. All right, my brother, have a great one. Thanks.